This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape from Community Waikato. And I've asked Kitty Karu from Community Waikato to join me today. Kia ora, everybody. Nice to have you here, Kitty. Thank um, you. Because it's been a little while, eh? It has been we, a while, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the last time we had you on, but certainly... Enough. Definitely growed up from that. <laughs> you learn, you, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about what the learning that, that's been happening over that time. So, yeah, 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 there's certainly a lot, eh? And yep. So we're going to have a conversation today really about, I suppose, some of the work that you've been involved with over the last few months. Um, and that has been awesome. around supporting organisations to build cultural competency mm-hmm. in sort of various ways. So we're going to have a bit of a conversation today about uh, what well, your role is, Kai Fakariti, um, but also about what is cultural competency, what's cultural inclusion, you know, all yep. of those sorts of things. Cool. What kinds of things organisations should think about um, to help them grow in their knowledge that way? And maybe a bit about some of the challenges. So, yeah, it's really... Yep. All about like it. all about that today. So thank you for coming in. And you're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. And, and happy to share the work that we do with with our free FM listeners and yeah. everybody else out there. So it's very cool. Yeah. Let's start then with your role as Kai Fakariti. Can you give us our, our listeners a little bit of a sense about what it is you do at Community Wakato? Okay. So we're breaking down the word Kai Fakariti means to Fakariti or Rite means to prepare and to help or to assist or support. And when you put the word kai in front of it, you're adding the er. So we're kind of like supporters. And so our role is that we go out into the community to work with Māori organisations and marae, and I'll give you an example of both, um, and just assist them to prepare in terms of developing their, their, their cultural space um, and moving forward because they service quite a, quite a few beneficiaries or, or they service Iwi, which could mm. the numbers are quite huge for some, and so um, getting those uh, strategic directions, strategic plans, you know, in line um, certainly does help, and and helps them to realise their aspirations as they set goals with their people. So, if I give an example of a Māori organisation um, working with a trust, a trust that. Uh, I've got, I had last year, we worked with a, a group of rangatahi who want to go into schools and um, excite young people about planning, just, mm. to, you know, excite them about building a career and thinking about what they might want to be. And so we were, they asked us to have a look at their constitution and so I brought Karen came in because one of the, the awesome things is that even though we're kaifakarite, our community advisors know the space and mm-hmm. they know how to work with our people, the Māori. Yeah, that's right. And, and so we can yeah. we can bring them in at any time, and, and, and that's the really cool thing about it. You're not out there on your own. It's not an expectation that it's a Māori thing, because we know our colleagues can, um, and we bring them in when we when we need that extra support yeah. for ourselves. So. Karen came in with me to work with... Karen, of um, course, being one of our um, oh, community advisors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and 
gave some really awesome help to this group um, in terms of their constitution and things that they need to twink and, and just to be better prepared when they apply for funding or when they mm. go out and meet with their different the schools or whoever they meet yeah. with. Yeah, and having, having it's really important I think you mentioned um, you know that constitution there or, or mm. deed whatever the yeah. founding document is because you're absolutely right getting those things right at the outset the bones yeah. for what the, the yeah. organisation will be in the future that's what protects you later on it does and it helps steer yeah. your ship yeah you know absolutely. it's all about that and it's absolutely yeah. right um, so you want to think that through you don't want to just mm. throw something together because you're excited and you you want to you want to get um, yeah. status and charitable status or your <coughs> organisational status it's actually worth spending the time investing that time in exactly what it is you want to do and why and what it is you intend to achieve. Absolutely and there's some people out there that have got some brilliant ideas and are coming mm. together and sort of just needing a bit of a little bit of assistance to help yeah. format those ideas and so that they become real. That's right. Yeah. And sometimes giving a reminder about the other things that need to be in there, yeah. like um, with it winding up clause or all those sorts of how to statues. manage someone who's yep. difficult, you know, yep. in, in your in your group. Yeah. Mm. So all of that stuff can be and, included. And it, yeah, it's sort of and we actually link them to the people that the networks within Community Waikato who can help them to build. I mean, we don't ourselves do it all. Yeah, that's we right. actually have a wide network of people that we can link, connect them to. Um, so that you know, that's just a, a group of young people who mm. have got a really fantastic idea and just wanted some help to structure it. Um, and they're an organisation, and they have been operating. And so they've, they've made that progress now. Yeah. They've got to that level, yeah. and oh, that's that's yeah. marvellous. It is. Yeah. It is, and a really awesome um, young set of group and, of people. And so yeah. you say this is a group. Uh, this is because this is under your kaifakariti role. So it's a Māori group. It's, Are it's they going into Māori schools or? Yeah, well, they're actually. They go into, I think there's no... They could go into any yeah, school. It's sort of like mainstream and yeah. um, their target is young people and and building the seed, sowing a seed to... Nice. You know, because sometimes you can ask, and I taught in a high school, Yeah. and you can say to them, what do you want to do? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they said, hang on, you know, let's put a V8 under that and let's help them go forward. Nice. And um, so that was, that's a, a sort of an example of an, an organisation. Trustees, um, in terms of working with um, Māori trusts who who provide the educational, so, social, um, health or mm. cultural, um, you know, support to their people, and and these some of these trusts have been formed as a component of the treaty settlements, mm. and so so you've got your commercial arm now looking for support, and we're going in and and saying to them, okay, we this, this is looking good and you're you're aligning your goals and aspirations to your trustee and and you know it's just a Hmm. a wide variety so each group is unique and they have unique differences so we work differently with each one Mm. and they service a different number of people so it's quite you know it's quite varying and um the marae development plan plans that the kaifakarite namely gary works with because he's developed this really awesome kind of uh, strategic plan or development plan, a template that's recognised by TPK and DIA. And I'll mm. break those down. So Tipini Kōkiri offer Marae, Oranga Marae, which is a Marae development plan. It looks at 
it looks at the cultural, the physical state of the, the marae, the facilities, whether they're fit for purpose. Mm. Um, the cultural in terms of what's the status of the real? Because mm. our kaumātua, you know, some marae are, um, have few um, and far with their elders. Mm. And so their significance in that is the transmission of of um, tradition, te reo ma- you know, yeah. in, in te reo Māori, yeah. and how they use how Māori um, practice protocols and kawa on the marae. Mm. So, you know, our, our elders are few and far in some marae. They're, they're not, they're very uh, low. So, um, Tipuni Kōkiri and the Department of Internal Affairs acknowledged the listen to the cry, you know the calls of the people we need we need support to actually build these things yeah. and came up with Oranga Marae one of the great things that 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 uh, initiative um, that came from that was that they also recommend because of Gary's work um, they recommend community waikato kaifakarite support in terms of developing the marae development plan that's a requirement of the Oranga Marae, marae funding, yeah, and that's where families, the community of Waikato, will facilitate workshops where families from that particular marae, the family, will come together, and over a series of workshops, s- start building the picture for them going forward. Yeah, yeah, and some marae, and we all know that some marae have been operating for over fifty odd years. We we were involved with one marae that was a hundred years old, over a hundred. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, they didn't want to let go of the the, the history, which is you know yes. absolutely. You don't want to just bowl that put in that that building down and put up a new one. Um, but the work that that was done in that space was to bring that history out because a lot of our young people don't know, and yeah. so it was really awesome working with those people and learning about their cultural space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. <clears throat> and it's you just seem to as you're working through with with Marae, you see some of the um, you can connect and link them to other support networks that we yeah. community workers will have, and so yeah, it's a big. It's not just a Marae development; it's yeah. huge, <laughs> huge. So, <laughs> so that's really the kaifakariti mm. role. But in your role, you've you've been probably stepping into more of a general advisory space at times, where you've worked with mainstream organisation oh, or non Māori yeah. organisations, mm. really around supporting them to understand or to build some co- capacity to work with Māori yep. clients and also mm. to support Māori staff. and So it's really about building their own cultural competency internally, eh? Absolutely, and it's probably something that personally I experienced in working with um, John Ingo in Morrison College and how he felt, you know, he's, he recognised the significance. And that's working with mm. Ngāti Haua, mm. with um, Te Aumarama Māka. He, and he acknowledged the the significance of, of staff understanding the culture mm. and started over a period of years um, making changes that embellished so that our Māori kids were going to school and they felt valued, yeah. you know, and they could because sing. Because historically they haven't, you know, and, yeah, and, and that's, you know, there's a big, yeah. there's a big complicated history yeah. there. But, but it's interesting about how that translates into workplaces as well. It, it does. It is interesting. Yeah. But if we look at cultural responsiveness, cultural competency, cultural capacity, what are we really talking about? Mm. So within this, in the Waikato area, 
A prime example would be that of um, Pototo Te Whero Whero, the first Māori king, mm-hmm. who quoted, um, and it's a well-known, no one whakatau āki. Now, we usually say whakatauki, but this is a whakatau āki in that we know who said who yeah, I've got you, yeah. And it's so, not my anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> it's kotahi te koha o te ngera, e kuhunai, te mero mā, te mero pango, te mero whero. There is but one eye of the needle through which the white thread passes, the red, red thread passes, and the black thread passes. Mm-hmm. And that's acknowledging the different cultures and uniqueness that we all have and bring together. And it talks about working together mm. and what I love understanding about, one another. And what I love about um, that particular saying is that the threads don't become one brown thread. Like I'm thinking when That's you combine right. those three it's, colours, what colour is yeah. it? Um, they, don't, they don't become a combination yeah. of those three colours. They're still uniquely their own colours. They go in as a white or red or yeah. black thread and they come out as... But yes, but they're connected. They go together and they yeah, work and to, mm. Exactly, they work yeah. together. And so I thought that was really... It's a lovely way to um, conceptualise I think what so. it's about. I, I absolutely agree. And I... Mm. Um, but, you know, we have to wonder, well, why? Why, Wally? Why do we need to understand, or why do we even have to do that? And I guess we, it goes, and it, I'm not guessing, I do know. <laughs> <coughs> it goes back to the treaty. Yeah. Honouring the treaty, the treaty of Waitangi, and the coming together of, of two cultures uh, when, when, and acknowledging tangata whenua tanga. Yeah. Uh, this, um, how do I put that? The people of the land, yeah, yeah. and that's Māori. So we had Māori, then we have settlers coming in, and then we had two coming together. And so to to ensure that we all uh, sit well, work well together, mm. up comes the treaty. It's a nice way of like it a is quick, short, brief. Up <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> comes the treaty of Waitangi, and with acknowledging Tangata Whenua status, yes. uh, pe- the status of the people of the land, and the the principles, the three principles. That's right, mm. and and really, it's it's about protecting the rights of Māori. Yes, um, yeah. you know, to have their own culture. Yeah, you know, to to practice that culture, to, pre- to be respected absolutely. for for that, to yeah. make their own decisions as Māori for themselves. And that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. all of that, and we know that not all of that has mm. translated historically um, yep. well. But I think that it's fantastic that there's still this um, commitment to keep coming back yeah. to it, and I think I think we're doing it better now I think we're than doing we were it better now. But, I really do. But yeah. we're not there yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I'm looking at um, a question my sister would uh, say: Where is there, and what is there? What does yeah. there look like? Yeah. You know, what are we wanting to make sure that everybody yeah. is fluent, or everybody? So you know it. Let's step it out. Let's yeah. stepping it out, and what what feels comfortable. Yeah. But ultimately, the aim is to build understanding, and to yeah. And once you build understanding, you appreciate one yeah. another, and that works both ways. It's I, a ref- I think yeah. I think what we're seeing with these groups coming to us is they recognise that mm. we. When I say we, I'm talking about me now in terms of um, my Pakihanas. Yeah. Um, we look through our own lens, and it's a lens of that we've grown up in. Yep. Um, it's a lens of our culture, our values, um, mm. and and when I um, when I engage with other people, I do it through that. all of that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so what we're seeing is groups are understanding that not everyone has the same lens. It's not a shared yes, lens. We all look right. in the different ways. So we have different values. Yeah. We have different ways of doing. And, and we're that, very multicultural that's now. That's right. So, you know, it's, yeah. But if we can understand 
better what someone mm. else's lens might look like. I'll never be able to look through your lens. No, and I, I will never as hard as I yeah. try. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Māori are better at seeing through it. Māori walk a better bicultural lifestyle yeah. generally than Pākehā. But I do like the fact that there's a willingness to learn and understand about the different so, ways yeah. of doing. So you know, when you're working with a, a client or you know someone mm. who needs support, you're doing it in a way that um, works for them. You're not mm, making yes. assumptions about how yeah. someone should be yeah. worked with. And that's some of the work you've been doing is helping some people of that stuff I learned think from about you, Holly, Because remember, I did write a book about what I thought they should know. And then I thought, hang on a minute. And when you sent me this, oh, that's right, back a back. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's an awesome um, place to be in when you're sharing your culture and, and it's appreciated and understood. Yeah. That, that's... That's an ultimate. And yeah. Not that I haven't had that in, in my in my mm. experience, but it's nice to be able to share. And oh, to, totally. Yeah. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to start looking at maybe some key tips about what an organisation might do to start building some cultural responsiveness cool. or, or um, competency. So we'll awesome. we'll come back with some tips. Of 
wish I'd say seemed If I don't start looking now I'll be left behind And a good heart these days It's hard to find I know It's a dream I'm willing to defend I know It will all be worth it In the end And a good heart these days is hard Having a conversation with um, Kitty about building cultural competency. Um, mm, this yeah. is largely in the not-for-profit sector, but in all honesty, this this applies right across to any yeah, organisation. Absolutely, I, yeah. yeah. So, and it's right where we, you know, it's a, a space we 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 really 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 love working in as yeah. Kaifakarite. So it's absolutely, it's a, it's a yeah. So um, before before the break, um, I did I did mention that we were going to talk about some tips, some sorts of things that mm. organisations might be might want to consider in order to start their journey of cultural competency. So from your perspective, what are some of the things organisations can start thinking about or learning about? Okay, um, probably the the most important thing is knowing the iwi or the tangata whenua of the area in which. You, you serve. So that, that's really important, I mm. think, because yeah. and, and we're talking really when we're talking about cultural competency. The, mm. the first step for us here is, is working with Tangata Whenua, yeah. with Māori. But I, I think that's a good point, you mm. know, in that you know Māori are not one homogenous mm. group. Yeah, yeah. there's um, within this region alone, Tainui, there are four tribal areas. So there's Rokawa, there's Hauraki, there's Waikato, and there's Maniapoto, and each have their own uniqueness. Um, but I guess it's 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 getting to know who um, or reaching out to somebody who who can connect you with those people in that area. Yeah. Um, and 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 honestly, you know that the, there are, there are people around and easy, easily accessible. Yeah. And you can ring them or you can talk to other people, talk to other connections or networks that you have, and they might be able to to to. Um, Give a name or a con- or a person you can contact, but first off, it's always important to to look at the the iwi of the area in which you work. In. Nice, yes. So, uh, in terms of uh, working here, um, Free FM, beautiful work that they've done in terms of their website, um, uh, Real Navigation, and it acknowledges Te Reo or Waikato, the Waikato dialect. 
it and takes and, into consideration all those so things localisms. like we don't yeah. use um, macrons in the Waikato. No, um, we no. use the double vowels, yeah. which yeah. might look a bit confusing to someone if they've seen it written another way. Mm. But and even dialect, like yeah, some people say hikoi for work here. They'll say fikoi. So we're we're we're. And it's always up for, you know, um, you can always review and change. You can always mm. moderate, um, make it, uh, correct it. Yeah. There's, once it's there, it's not going to be set there in concrete it, in terms of these sorts of things. So you can always go back and go, okay, I need to, I've learnt something new, I need to add that in. Yeah, yeah. that's fair and enough. So, yeah, so it, was a, it was an awesome um, journey there. In terms of, um, there is another EU, uh, organisation who want to market what they do to Māori communities mm. and so again they reached out to to see who would um, and I've got to find that connect yes. because they've um, I've said to them that I'll do that for you because I, I think I, I, I know the the people that would be able to help them best in terms of what they do. Yes that's um, right because so that's key too. each organisation yep. is uniquely different and mm. we manage each organisation differently. What about organisations connecting with a komatua? Do you think that's important or do you think you need to be some further along on your journey before you even look at that? Well, I think it's part of the journey. Yeah. And, and it's um, probably important that you start off right so that would probably be the first thing because it's, they can guide you. Yeah, so someone that yeah. really understood yeah. where you were at to and what yeah. growth you needed to Absolutely. do. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What about understanding the treaty and, and getting the team, your, your, your team and your board and, and everyone to understand it do you find that's a space people need some additional support yeah i think it's part of the judicial you know it's 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 our we are judicially yes. accountable um in terms of being uh, a service in terms of being tangata whenua of aotearoa mm. Everybody being people of Aotearoa, I think it's important that they do need to understand the treaty. And, you know, there's ways in which you can do that. You can reach out to Community Waikato Kaifakarite and yeah. Community Waikato we've, Advisors. We've, got a, we've actually got a, um, a treaty workshop Absolutely. coming up soon, which yeah. is fantastic. So yeah. I would advise that if you're an organisation and you're looking to build your cultural competency, cultural um, responsiveness, Certainly, contact Community Waikato and maybe become part of those workshops that are available. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, it's important because it is our history. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's our history. Yeah. We're pretty much at the end of our show. Oh, <laughs> so, damn. I know it's it's flown. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's flown by, and we've we've mm. actually got a whole lot of questions we haven't got to yet, and we might come back and do them some other time. Yeah, because definitely. I do think um, that this part is, two. Yeah, it's an important <laughs> conversation, and we may even yeah. bring Jason. We might even talk a bit beyond. I'd love to hear Jason's story. You know, that's yeah. the one thing. We all have stories. Yes. And we can, and like you, like you said, we can tell them from our, la- our lens. And I couldn't possibly tell your story from Jason's, Jason's lens. And I'd love to hear Jason's. Yeah. yeah. So we might just do that sometime. Cool. But look, appreciate your time here Thank today. You. I enjoyed it. That's us for another week. You have been listening to Connect with Community Wakato on Free FM 89.0. episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts.
This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.